welcome to the School Business Leadership Podcast. Today, I want to share with you a chat I had with another Laura, who is currently a senior admin officer studying to become a school business manager. If you're an aspiring school business manager, then not only will you find Laura's journey inspiring, you'll also pick up some tips along the way. Let's dive in. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Laura Carter. Laura has worked in education since 2012 and is currently a senior admin officer at Petersgate Infant School, where she's been working for three years. Prior to that, Laura worked in a recruitment agency and a supermarket where she has acquired lots of transferable skills useful in the realm of school business leadership. She's going to be celebrating her ninth year in education this year and believes that there is no such thing as a normal path. You can get to where you want to go, even if it is not in the usual way, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Welcome, Laura. Hi. So we met at Exec a couple of years ago now, I think. Was it a couple of years ago? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was one of your confidence workshops. And here you are on the podcast. So I, I am glad to see that maybe something that I said helped. <laughs> definitely. It's definitely been in the last couple of years that um, my confidence has grown and your 10% Braver has pushed on that. Well, thank you for joining me on 10% Braver because I feel like doing this is, is definitely out of my comfort zone. So thank you for joining me on that journey. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk about your journey to school business leadership. You're very clear. There's no such thing as a normal path. So, so talk us through it. Where did it all start for you? Um, well, um, quite a long time ago, I suppose. Um, before I had children, I worked in an office and always really enjoyed it. It was a recruitment agency. Um, but when I had my first child, it wasn't worthwhile carrying on. It was too much commute and childminders and things wasn't worthwhile. So I ended up working in a supermarket for quite a long time, various different positions from tills to customer service to cash office dealing with all the money. Um, and then luckily enough, after quite a few years of trying, my children's local primary school um, advertised for an admin assistant for just um, about 16 hours a week I started as. And I think because I had been volunteering at their school, it kind of helped me get the foot in the door. So I volunteered for quite a while before. And then when this came up, I kind of jumped at it, really. Um, and they already knew me. They knew my work ethic because of the volunteering. Um, so luckily enough, I got the jump. That is quite a journey. Talk to me about this move from you're working in a, you, know, you started off in an office and you moved to a supermarket. Why schools? Um, main, I mean, I wanted to get back into an office environment in, in, in general. I like office and stationery and everything like that. I'm a typical office worker. But the school element was a lot to, to fit in with my personal life as well. Um, I've become a single parent of two young boys. Although I had a lot of help and support from family to carry on working when I was at the supermarket, school holidays were becoming more and more of an issue for either getting people to look after the boys for me or taking the time off work. Um, so it was a, a natural progression, which I think it is for some parents anyway, to, to want to work in the school and get the benefit of the yeah. school holidays yeah. off as well. Yeah, it's, it's a really supportive environment for people with families and, you know, the school holidays. And I suppose, you know, we spoke separately, you know, you, you enjoy that office environment. Because obviously your journey didn't stop there. You know, you got this job in this school and, and you've moved on since then. But can I just go back a second to this volunteering? Was this a deliberate strategy to kind of get into schools? Um, believe it or not, no. Um, it's only really looking back that I realised how helpful it was. Um, at the time, it was more to help out, really. Um, we had some strategies at my um, children's school, um, one being a walking bus to try and lower the amount of cars and that come in to the school and outside the school. And I volunteered for that because I walked my boys to school anyway. Um, so we had a timetable of different parents walking on different days and we would have walking stops where we picked up the next lot of children to take them all up to school. 
obviously I still had to be DBS checks and go through all the normal checks. Mm. But it was a volunteer role. And then progressing on from that, um, I volunteered and did all the training to become a streets head trainer for the year two students to learn all the Green Cross code. And we took them out onto the street to make sure they crossed the road properly um, and complete workbooks and things like that. So looking back, I mean, they were definitely the right things to do. And it got me a foot in the door, um, got me to know all the staff um, and they got to know me likewise, really. Um, But no, it wasn't a calculated strategy at the time. Yeah, see, I love that. So, so you just literally fell into it anyway. So it all worked out in the end. <laughs> so why not a teacher then? Because you, you know, you volunteered with the children. You know, you're doing a lot with the school. Like, say, the walking school bus. It's it's never something that, that appealed to me personally. I think, I mean, I think teachers and learning support staff are absolutely amazing. Um, I think they've got patience yeah. of a thing and they've got a heavy workload. But it just wasn't me. I'm the sit at a desk, have all the stationery in front of me crunch the figures maths is my thing I always has been it that it was definitely that more that that appealed to me I mean I love children and working with children so being able to work in an office but still see them is kind yeah. of like the benefit of both worlds I love that you talk about stationery so much as well everyone knows I'm a big stationery <laughs> fan um I shop <laughs> way too, too much on paper chase <laughs> paper chase the idea that paper chase may actually be potentially bankrupt is just giving me nightmares but anyway <laughs> I think um, that's why you've got so many responses to all your competitions. Yes, <laughs> everyone wants to get it while it's there. Okay, so you so you got this role as um, an admin assistant in your children's school, and that was what year? Uh, January 2012. So I started in the January um, as an admin assistant, um, and then I think it was that was it that year. I think it was actually that same year that the senior office lady not business manager but the the one in the main office that I was working with who was full-time um she moved on to a new school so it was kind of like in at the deep end had to start learning very quickly while they were recruiting somebody else yeah so I I mean I was lucky I got the option of of increasing my hours and then sharing the role with somebody else new that was coming in but I had to learn it quickly enough to be able to show them what to do as well so yeah, definitely like you say in the deep end. <laughs> I kind of learn, I think, the best that way though. You kind of have to learn it. Yeah. And you don't have chance to kind of talk yourself out of it or worry about it too much. What transferable skills do you think helped you kind of in that that move into a school in the first place and then kind of, you know, moving through into a different position? Um, I think for me, I mean, in my work life, I am generally a very organized person. I'm kind of known for it in in, in where I am now. Um, my home life's not quite so organised, which people don't often believe unless they only know me from at home. Um, right. So I think my work ethic kind of helps with that. If, if I'm being paid to do a job, well, even when I was volunteering, I, I like to do that job properly and I, I like to do it thoroughly. So I, I'm like organising myself. And I think I had to do that, especially when um, learning to take on a lot of other things. A lot of notepads, a lot of lists, a lot of tables, especially initially. Um, a to-do yeah. list, a daily to-do list was my life for quite a while. Um, oh, it still is mine. Yeah, I don't think I've ever left that behind. <laughs> no, it just, it just changes a little bit. But I literally had a to-do list for every day of the week, even from sort emails, add up all the mm. money, the lunch money. And like the things I did every day, I still had it on a daily to-do list and I would tick it off. So I physically knew I hadn't forgotten to do anything. And then the different things that happened on different days were just on the different days. But yeah, even to to today, I'm like, right, my daily to-dos and then my certain day to-dos. Did you like manage staff previous to working in a school? 
Um, even when I was in Tesco's, I was um, what they called a team leader for a while. So um, moving when I moved from Tills, I became a team leader. So I was basically running the Tills, um, making sure people went on breaks at the right time and came back at the right time um, and things like that. Um, I stepped down from that when I had my second child and then went on to customer services desk. Um, and then we kind of like line managed ourselves a little bit more. But yeah, so but in the school where I am now, it's the first time I've done it officially. I kind of did it unofficially before I moved. So you started off as an admin assistant in your um, children's school and then you moved up to be a senior admin assistant um, very quickly. What happened next? Um, then the school business manager at the school I was at, who happens to be one of my really good friends, we became really good friends working together and still are today, which is lovely. She decided to move on to try something new, um, more in the finance side of things supporting schools rather than in the school um and then obviously schools being what schools are and trying to save money on budget rather than recruiting a school business manager um they changed it to a admin officer role which in the la that i'm in means you don't require to have the um, qualification official qualification to be a school business manager right so as i had already progressed up through the, the front office i thought why not try doing that job as well I think ideally, even from the beginning, that's where I, I would have wanted to go anyway. I'm quite finance minded. So obviously in the front office, although it's, if you have money coming to school, that's where you'd probably deal with it. It's the school budget side of things. I think that although it's not an easy job, is where I actually wanted to go. At the time when I was looking around for school jobs in general, it's not something that I thought I could go straight into. Um, in my mind, I thought it would be beneficial to have the school office experience first. Now I've been in education for quite a while, I realise it's quite unusual to have the school office experience rather than going straight in from a finance background. Because you currently don't have the title of school business manager because you don't have the qualification, which is the requirement of your local authority. How do you think that's affected kind of your career path or, you know, has, do you feel that's been a benefit to you? Has it held you back? Has it affected how you feel about the role that you do? Um, I don't, definitely don't think it's held me back. Um, for me personally, I think it worked out well because it's given me the opportunity to see how the whole office works in the primary and the infant schools I'm in now. And I think that helps with my line management of my office team because I know the jobs they, they need to do and I can help them with them. Um, and I think the way I work, I would have found it really difficult coming straight into the business manager role without the experience mm -hmm. of knowing how a school works because anyone that's not worked in education I think are quite shocked how different to mainstream the, the normal sector is when you work in education things work completely different some people would say it would hold them back because they work differently and they'd like to go straight in and and don't see the point of getting a qualification to prove what they can do um mm -hmm. which I kind of understand but I personally like to know that I've got that back up behind me if anything were to happen that I don't want to have to start all over from the beginning again yeah no that makes sense my journey was similar in that I did different roles in education before I became a business manager so having that working knowledge of all the different parts I found definitely beneficial it helps you hit the ground running I think yeah definitely so you're now doing the level four school business professional apprenticeship so why this qualification yeah. And why now? I think you've answered some of this already, but, you know, if you can sum up, why this qualification? 
So the LA that I'm in um, have got their own apprenticeship program. Obviously, we pay into the apprenticeship levy um, and yeah. my school wants to make the most of that as much as possible. So luckily enough, it means I don't have to pay anything to do this qualification. It's all covered as long as I obviously stay with the school and the local authority. And it's their equivalent of what would have been the CSBM qualifications. I don't even know if they're still around now or not, because it's an apprenticeship, I think, rather than than a normal route of studying. I find, I, I find it a little bit tricky to adapt because the last time I studied, I was obviously doing my GCSEs, which was quite a long time ago now. Apprenticeships are a little bit of a different way of working. Um, yeah. So I'm not far into it. I only started it in January, so I'm still adapting and getting used to it. Um, but give me a good old textbook and I think I would have been uh, flying through it by now. <laughs> so it's almost like looking through your journey, it's, it's the kind of practical route into business management, isn't it? Like you say, you can take the qualification route and come in at that level, or you can, you know, follow the practical route through and try different jobs and and do the apprenticeship. Like you say, again, a much more practical route of study. Yes, yes, but yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, oh. the, the practical rather than the the written way of getting in. So, what advice would you give to anyone thinking of becoming a school business manager? I would definitely say, don't be put off by the fact if you haven't got a qualification. Um, I personally think experience will get you a long way. Get your foot in the door. Get get volunteering in a school, any school, doesn't matter if it's the one that you want to work in or the one you don't. Um, but if it's the one you want to work in or would like to work in, volunteer, help out. Um, even if you're going and do read, listen to children reading, the staff get to know you and you get to know how the school works. And you can ask them what they're looking for, what would make their your application um, more desirable to them um, and get all the inside information but don't give up keep trying have a have a goal and keep going for it no matter what happens I absolutely love that um, and I love that your very not deliberate strategy has become a very deliberate strategy <laughs> <laughs> I just I just didn't know I was doing it <laughs> no I, I think it's great and that, that is great insight and I'm sure that the people listening today who are thinking of becoming a school business manager will be really inspired by your story because because I've loved listening to it. So thank you so much, Laura, for for joining me on this show and for being 10% braver with me. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Before I sign off, I just want to reiterate now for those listening what Laura said about qualifications. Don't be put off applying for jobs if you don't have the qualification you need just yet. Experience will get you a long way. Qualifications are important, of course they are, and they help you develop into and within the role. But no matter how many you get, they cannot replicate time served on the ground experience of delivery. So of course, show willing to undertake CPD, but make sure you don't undersell yourself when it comes to applying for roles. Tell people about all the amazing things that you've already achieved. If you've got any questions for Laura, you can find her contact info in the show notes on my website at www.ljbusinessofeducation.co.uk. Remember this show is available in all of the podcast directories. Just make sure you hit the subscribe button in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. And if you listen to today's episode and you're on social media, let me know what you think. You can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the same name at Laura LJ Business. See you next week.